Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Man, we say that every week, that we're here to help you overcome your teaching challenges, but I don't know about you, but the challenges are abounding way more than normal with all of the COVID closures and frantic uh, changes to distance learning, and in many cases, um, instructions from administrators that are yo-yoing from one direction to the other. It is crazy challenging, but we have a really special episode today for you that I think will be a huge encouragement. Uh, One of our team members, Sarah Humes, has recorded this episode for us, and it is all about recognizing that sometimes there are things that we can't control, and while we have a desire to control them, sometimes the most freeing thing that we can do is is simply recognizing that we can't, relinquishing control, choosing to trust God, and then doing what we can. So I know you are going to love this episode. I'm going to start it now. Here at Teach for the Heart, we took a survey about what teachers needed most from us during this time of uncertainty. Many teachers were desperate for advice for how to learn to teach online, steps to find out the best curriculum, or ways to manage their time now that we have gone from in-school teachers Now, to online content specialists, to YouTube, Zoom, Flipgrid stars, childcare providers, cooks, and housekeepers, all at the same time. Those needs are very, very real. And I personally am carefully going through my own piles of learning materials, trying to remember what websites have current free memberships, and doing my best not to snap at my own two precious children because I feel so stressed. I'm trying to make sure I get enough exercise, trying to make sure I get enough sleep and water, and I'm trying every single day to make sure I check in with my grandma and my husband's grandpa and my mom, Um, all the while... (laughs) trying to make sure that my house feels clean enough to live in because we're not allowed to leave it, right? There's a lot to balance every single day. But while I was reviewing the survey results, there was something that stood out to me. Um, It was a real deep need. And it was so glaring, I think, to me because it was something that I was struggling with too. And if there was any way I could get away with not bringing it to your attention, I would just skip it. But I know we need to talk about it. You're probably not going to like it because at first I didn't like it either, either. But I think that God has something he wants to teach us here. See, the survey revealed over and over that we want control. (laughs) I saw comments in that survey, like, how am I going to make sure that Johnny gets all of his paperwork turned in now? How am I going to make sure students are not cheating on tests? What about students who don't have internet? How will I be sure all progress we made is not going to go away? Um, How am I going to make sure that my students are eating? I want to know when life is going to return to normal. And here's the thing. So many of those concerns come from a place of deep love for our students, deep concern for them. But friends, we need to remember that God loves our students even more than we do. 
And when we choose to care so much that we try to control things that don't even belong in our hands, I'm not sure that we're being so loving anymore. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a deep breath with me. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) It's not our job to control anything or anyone because God is in control. In fact, in Ephesians chapter one, verse 22, it talks about how God has put all things under the authority of Christ. We don't have to be able to explain everything or give all the answers. That title, that knowledge belongs to Jesus. Let's think about it this way. Have you ever been explaining an assignment to your students and you just ask them to hold their questions until the end because you want to make sure the details are well explained before you get interrupted 17 times? I often tell my students, pull out a piece of paper and write down any of your questions. If it's not answered by the time I'm done explaining, I will be thrilled to answer any questions that remain. But do you know what happens? Almost every single time someone tries to raise their hand and ask me a question before I'm done, I remind them, trust me, write down your question. If it's not answered, you'll have a chance to ask. And very rarely do one of their questions go unanswered before I get to the end. So here's what I want you to do. Write your questions down. Journal what you're feeling. But don't demand to know the answers before God's ready to answer them. Be still and trust his goodness. That comes straight from Psalm 46 verse 10. Keep your eyes open for the blessings Think about all the great and praiseworthy things that are happening, even in the midst of this chaos. Maybe turn off the news. You know, Philippians 4.8 talks about all the things that we should be thinking about. So I encourage you to open up to that verse and look around for the things that are praiseworthy and lovely. There are a lot of good things that are happening even right now. So, Another thing that we can do is be open to growing and learning at this time. I love the beginning of the book of James. And James 1, 2 through 4 promises us that times of trials are where we become mature and complete, not lacking anything. You know, I feel like I'm a really good teacher, but I know that there's areas that I can grow in. Um, you know, just even the fact that I've learned so much about Flipgrid and so many new tricks about Google Classroom already. Those are ways that I have become even more complete. Um, my reliance and my faith on God has definitely, definitely grown so much in the last couple of weeks. Um, and just the fact that maybe I was a little too dependent on people instead of Jesus. I think that that shows us that perhaps God really is working things out for our good. I love that verse from Romans 8.28. I encourage you to look that up, Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things, God is working together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. 
You know, in First John 4.18, it tells us um, that perfect love casts out fear. Are you feeling afraid of the future? What can you do right now just to sit in God's perfect love? There's something to be said about just being, I always tell my kids, be where your feet are <laughs> when things feel really overwhelming. Just be where your feet are and remember that God has brought you this far and he's with you for the future too. Part of how we do this when we start to get overwhelmed about the future in our family is we remember what God has done. And so um, can you and your family make a mini miracle list or even a mega miracle list? Can you keep track of all the ways you have seen God work during your time of this quarantine or maybe even just simply the ways you smile today? You know, we can't control what happens to us, but we do have the power to control how we respond. We tell that to our students all the time, don't we? Um, but it's just as true for us. And just in case you forgot, if you are a believer of Christ, you have the Holy Spirit living inside you. And if you ever feel you don't have the power to control your responses, the Holy Spirit gives you that power. He provides us with the same power that raised Jesus up from the grave. That's straight from Romans 8.10. He will give you everything you need to respond properly. If only you relinquish your control and turn to him. Which brings me to one last point. Has any of this chaos made you cry out to God more? Have you realized that maybe you just need more of him in your life? Maybe you have realized just, just how much you need Jesus. No matter who you are or how you feel about this situation, Jesus is here for you. He loves you. The Bible tells us this. You know, John 3, 16, we sing about this from the time we're little kids in Sunday school, but this is our time to really embrace that reality. Sometimes it's easier to trust Jesus if we go back to the simple truth that Jesus loves you. Do you need help with that? If you do, I encourage you to reach out to us here at Teach for the Heart. Uh, we have this great course that I want to encourage you to check out. It's called Teach Uplifted. It's all about how to teach from a place of being connected with the Lord. And I can tell you from personal experience, that's actually where I started my um, my work here at Teach for the Heart. Um, that's how I found Linda. And that's what really um, pulled me in to to just loving the ministry of Teach for the Heart. I love that course. And it will always have a special place in my heart. Um, but maybe, maybe you're one of those people that this is the very first time you are hearing of God's great love for you. If that is the case, if you do not know Jesus and you want to know him, I encourage you to please, please email us at lynda at teachfortheheart.com. We would be so happy to share the hope of Jesus and how you can simply just trust in him for today, for tomorrow, and for eternity because he's in control.
and he loves you. Thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing all that with us. I hope you guys found it helpful. I know I am finding so much peace, so much more calm this week in choosing to trust in God's providence versus all of the trying to look at probabilities and predictions and all of that, just trusting that God knows what he's doing. He has us exactly where he wants us and then just doing the best we can with the situation that we've been giving and letting go of the rest, not just simply letting go, but giving it to him because his arms, his hands are more than capable. So thank you so much, uh, Sarah, for those just such an encouraging word. Let's take a moment and pray before we finish up. Father, thank you that when everything else around us is confusing and, and overwhelming, that you are our solid rock, our firm foundation. Thank you that we are never out of your hands, that even the the most challenging circumstances you redeem and you use, and that you are using this to do an amazing work in us, and that um, it's very, very well. We will look back on this and thank you for it. And thank you for all the lessons that we learned from it. Father, give us strength each day. Give us wisdom each day. Uh, give us peace. Help us to trust in you. Um, help each one of us to know what you have for us today and then to be faithful in that. Give us joy through this challenging time, Father. And just thank you that you are ours and we are yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you're not part of our Facebook group, I'd invite you to hop over there. There's so many helpful and encouraging conversations happening in the group at teachfortheheart.com slash Facebook. We'd also love your help in spreading the word. This was such an amazing episode from Sarah. So tell a teacher friend about it. Um, they can find this at teachfortheheart.com slash 141. This was episode 141. So teachfortheheart.com slash 141. Uh, you can find the podcast embedded there as well as a written form of this post. But you can also tell your friends to simply search for the Teach for the Heart podcast on their favorite um, podcast app or on Spotify. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you can subscribe there as well. And that way you'll also get all of our quick thought episodes each week. They're just quick three to five minute episodes with a powerful idea or word of encouragement during these challenging times and always. And finally, if you'd like more help and support thinking through, how do I let things go? How do I trust God? What does that actually look like on a day-to-day -day basis? I warmly invite you to join us in Teach Uplifted. Teach Uplifted is all about how to trust God and to experience his joy and rest even when things are crazy. And our classrooms certainly don't look right now the way they normally do, um, but these unchanging truths from God's word uh, can still be the balm that that your soul needs um, in this challenging time. So you can get all the details about that at teachuplifted.com. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.